Hi everyone, welcome to episode 2 of The Struggle with Tanisha and Ryan. This week we're going to be talking about deadlines, procrastination, and due dates. This week's episode is brought to you by King's Head Bar, which is located in the Exchange District, and it's my personal favorite bar. So please come and buy me drinks, and I'll sign your autographs. And yeah, so how are you doing, Tanisha? I am doing okay. How are you, Ryan? I'm good. I am getting used to school again, and I'm not liking it, but it happens. Are you getting used to it? Or are you... I'm getting used to the feeling of always feeling like I have something due. Like every day I feel like I'm missing something. I'm never used to that feeling. I have permanent anxiety until summer. Mm -hmm. Due to the course we're taking or... Yeah, our university wasn't like that. But the the course is what's doing it to me. But it's good because when I graduate, it'll be all fine and dandy when I'm working with Manitoba canola growers doing Mm Crecom essentially. Well, you're going to go back there? Yep. So explain to the people why you work there in the first place. So I'm like a communications project manager assistant, pretty much. But I plan events. I go to events. (laughs) Okay, hold on. Repeat that. (laughs) Communications project manager assistant. Okay. So I work in a team, I guess. And we plan events and we go to events and we write recipe booklets and blog posts and we do a whole bunch of crap. But pretty much it's like what we do in Crecom, but... About and canola. You want to go back there because you have a job there or because you yeah. really enjoyed it? Well, they, I enjoy it and they offered me a job. But it's like the work is like Crecom except for the consequences for not doing – the consequences for not meeting deadlines aren't as severe. Okay. If that makes sense, but – Well, you don't auto-fail if you don't get it? No. <laughs> so what, what if they told you to write a memo for someone and you didn't do it? You wouldn't get fired. I wouldn't get fired, but I would have a. I would have to have a reason why I didn't do it. But like, I plan an event and it didn't happen, so it was. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, and for those people that weren't tuned in last week, we kind of explained the course we're taking. It's creative communications. It's a little bit of journalism, PR, advertising, and media production all combined into one. And we're in our second year, so we specialize. We're specializing in media production, which is radio and. Uh, video and that kind of stuff so uh anyway well the court the job that you're having is kind of not really aimed towards media production or am i wrong Mm, no it's not but they are kind of going that way with like online videos and that kind of stuff but they outsource so they hire like a third party company to do their videos but if i came along who's to say that i couldn't do it yeah with your camera and your positive attitude and all my skills Mm -hmm. anyway we're talking deadlines procrastination and due dates today so crecom is notorious for their deadlines and high pressure circumstances and all that kind of stuff so we have a million assignments due every week and if we don't get them in on time you get 50 percent deduction on the grade you would have got so like if you would have had a seven out of ten you'd be getting a 3.5 out of 10 if you hand it in even one minute late. Yeah. And there's also the autofail. Mm, autofail is fun. Uh, autofail is any like proper noun, so someone's name or a location or anything that should be capitalized that isn't or if you spell it wrong, you automatically fail the assignment. And that's one probably one of the main reasons I switched into media production is because it's le- a lot less writing and... Well, also because I'm more interested in radio and TV, but uh, handing in a paper that you worked a week on 
and like yeah. every night you worked on it, edited it a hundred times, but you forgot to, one time I forgot to capitalize Twitter, which is a dumb, I did the same thing. It's a dumb thing to do. Like yeah. obviously Twitter's capitalized, but you get so like ingrained in what you're doing and like you've got your magnifying glass out that you miss the easiest things. So, and, to, and yeah, and you fail completely. So And Word doesn't change that. Twitter, it doesn't change Twitter mm-hmm. on mine. Yeah. So that doesn't help you at all. And like you have so many assignments going on. It's just... If you could spend the time on each assignment, at least if I could, I probably would have less auto fails, but it's just a part of the game and you learn from it. I auto failed every single assignment except for one in public relations last year and Mm -hmm. I probably cried every week and I cried every time I got an assignment back and it was just the worst. But I learned from it and now I'm a better human being because of it. Yeah. PR is hard for sure. So talking about procrastination deadlines and due dates, last semester, what would you say was your worst your least favorite assignment and why? Or which one did you have the most pressure to finish and why? Well, okay. Well, first there was that, uh, uh, sorry, I'm burping. Oh, <laughs> you had a Merc dog today, yeah. so I'm going to die here. Yeah, I had a hot dog. Um, <laughs> a Merc dog. <laughs> a Merc dog. I, there was an advertising assignment where you had to pick uh, a bar and we did the ads on it. Like I had to do a, a written ad, a radio ad, and a TV ad all for uh, Shark Club. And I worked really hard on it. I was really proud of my work. And my dad, the day it was due, it was due at 8 a.m. And my dad's oh, like, I oh, I'm, this. I'm driving down to work. Like, uh, <laughs> we go to the same place, so I'll drive you to drive you to school today. I'm like, oh, sweet. Thanks, dad. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I get in the car and, like, for some reason, like, I live in the west, like, west uh, St. James, like, by the Unicity, if you guys know where that is. And usually it, it would take, like, probably less than half an hour to drive to work or to school from there. But there was a traffic jam literally from my house <laughs> all the way to Portage in Maine. The worst. So I show up uh, 10 minutes late probably. I was emailing people in my class like while I was driving there using my Wi-Fi hotspot, like trying to send in my assignment yeah. so someone else can print it out and hand it in. But it didn't happen. So I got there like 10 minutes late and I tried to sneak to the front of the class <laughs> to get it in the pile without him seeing it was late. But I ended up failing that assignment and it was 20%. So that was my worst deadline experience. But so, my, my least favorite assignment, I... But first, I want to go back. How, okay, how mental were you in the car? Uh, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm never, like, you know me. Like, I'm never, like, yeah. showing my emotion like that. Like, if, I, like, if I'm fucked, then I'm fucked, basically. Yeah. But See, if that I, were me, I would be sweating, cussing. Oh, yeah. I wasn't like, happy for sure, but at the end of the day, like, it is what it is. That's why, like, Crecom, like, everyone's going to fail something huge in yeah. Crecom. So that was probably the – that was pretty, like, one of the mo- first assignments too. So I'm glad I got that out of the way. And I talked to – I emailed the teacher after and was like, hey, uh, does it matter that it was 10 minutes late? And he's like, <laughs> he's like uh, yeah, you failed. I'm like, okay. But then uh, one of my friends in the class, I won't name his name, but he handed it in on time and got the same mark as me. So it made me a lot happier with myself because <laughs> he failed too. Actually, I can say his name. It's yeah. Joey Visser. He's not in this course anymore. <laughs> That's what you get. He doesn't even go here. Doesn't even go here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, the worst assignment that I didn't like? Is that what you want to know? Well, we're just talking about like deadlines and procrastination. So kind of just like which one was the most pressure. But uh, Well, the, the IPP proposal, I guess. Because just the amount of work it was yeah and over such a long period of time that everything you handed in 
you got back and redid and got back and redid so by the end of it you're just hoping that you get a good mark and then once you get a mark on it you have to go pitch it so like that whole second semester last year was just like ipp all up in your brain yeah and then we're starting this year when we're actually supposed to be doing our ipps and like i have no motivation to start doing it because you already did because i did so much of it last year but at at the same time once i start I feel like I'll like it'll start going again yeah. but I, the, for me to sit down and start working on it is just it's a struggle it's crazy I should start this week though because I have a meeting on Friday with Melanie and she won't yeah. be, she won't be happy if I have nothing done so and for those of you who don't know the IPP is an independent professional project mm-hmm. right um, and so pretty much what it is it's a class so we get credits for it and we get to choose what we want to do but we kind of have to pick a project and market it and yeah that's what we do and you kind of just say what you want to do and how you're going to do it and then you have like an advisor that holds you to those promises i guess and it's like it's a super cool like the premise of doing it is actually like really smart because for going into uh, applying for jobs if you can show that you like for me i'm putting on a, a sponge hockey tournament for charity so if i can show that i can plan a whole event get everything printed get all these things organized get sponsors put on an event to have it be like semi-successful or hopefully really successful and then show that to a employer. employer they'll be like okay holy crap you can basically run your own event like that's huge yeah and for me like graduating with a media production portfolio which is going to be more video audio to show that i can also do stuff with writing and pr and like putting on an event just shows your versatility yeah. too so it's good in a way but at the same time it's just like a buttload of work in the background it of will be yeah what you're already do- <laughs> what you're already doing though like yeah. we still have like i don't know like how many classes a week do we have like eight like eight classes a week and then yeah. ipps it's whole like its own course by itself so you have to be good with your time which i'm not but i'm working <laughs> on it <laughs> and it will be done so yeah yeah good and i would have to say let me think for a second the time i thought was the most pressure for me okay do you remember the PR memo and situation analysis or I forget what it was, but it was for, for magazines. No, it was we did it. We had to write the surveys and then we have to go out and talk to people in the community about what prevents them from donating. Oh, yeah. yeah to yeah, a charity yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. And then we had to write kind of what would you call it? Like a memo proposal. It's like uh, it's all that. It's like situation analysis and then research you go out and research and do interviews with people and then you bring it back and you using the research you got you uh write analyze right ideas you would do to reach the certain targets you want to yeah make, basically so it was like this thing that we've been working over working on over a couple of weeks and by this point i felt almost every single assignment and this was a huge one with 20 percent of our final grade and i knew that i could redeem myself by doing really well on this mm-hmm. so i took charge and just got things done and I wrote it weeks I shouldn't say weeks in advance but I wrote it like four or five days in advance for sure and then I remember having it all together one evening three two other classmates and myself we were upstairs just like reading them and reviewing them and editing them and all this kind of stuff and I thought it was perfect and what was even better is we walked into that class and the instructor said pass your whatever proposal or whatever it is to somebody else and let them edit it so i got david to edit it i got like three other people to look over it and edit it and they're like no tanisha no mistakes like it looks good awesome 
Oh my goodness gracious. I auto failed it. You did it? And you, I got 18.5 out of 20. And you auto failed? And it auto failed. Yeah. Actually, I did the same thing except someone caught mine. I auto failed. Yeah, and mine. I hate people like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did mine like the night before, probably. <laughs> oh my. I put so much work. And you know what it was? There was a the title of the Stats Canada thing that we had. Oh, yeah, yeah. I. I don't know how it happened, but somehow something was lowercase in my works cited page. Yeah, and that's all it takes in PR. Works cited page. Yeah. Like it's totally oh man, my I I bawled my eyes out. I sat in a room and I cried for a good twenty minutes after I got that assignment back. Yeah. But like I loved like you did too. We both like public relations. Like we loved the premise of it, like class discussions and like discussing like morals when it comes to making decisions. Yeah, like, strategic thinking. Like if you say this, what will happen to like your audience? What will they think? And just like strategic thinking like that. Like I love that part. But when it comes down to writing, like this year in PR, every spelling mistake they have is a loss of 5%. 10%. 10%. So if you make five tiny spelling errors, then you fail. So that's like one of the reasons I didn't take that course for sure is because I'm not confident enough in my writing or my editing. Like I can edit something for two days straight and I'll miss that stuff. But yeah, too stressful. Me too, for my me. brother. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So I guess when it comes to procrastination, I guess I should tell you a little bit about university because I went to university for three years before I came to Creecom. And I would tell people, oh my gosh, it's so stressful. University's so crazy. <laughs> I can't handle it. I can't work. Like, I need to quit my part time job. Oh my goodness. I wish I would have done Creecom first. Yeah, for because sure. Because I would be able to. Can you do that? Yeah, you can. You can go the other way? Yeah. Okay. But, like, I would have kicked university's ass. Like, because my mindset and my work habits would be so different, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. But at the same time, like, well, there's a joint program you can do. So you can go two years at U of W and then two years at Red River. Or apparently you can go two years at Red River and then two years at U of W. And it's just the if you do four years, you get a degree instead of a diploma, which uh, is just better, I guess, when it comes to your resume. But uh, I think the th thing that uh, made people struggle coming coming from university to Crecom is simplifying the writing. Yeah. Because, like, I... I don't like my sister was in university and I've read some of her papers and I know that it's a lot of filler in university writing and big words like and big words and like unnecessary like these and that's and like if people that started like when we did journalism our first story like our our instructor would take our stories and cross out like half the story and be like you don't need any of that yeah and everyone's like oh my god like I have to have all those yeah. words but then you come here and they like dumb it down for you so Going from here to there might have been a bit easier, but at the same time, it would still be the same transition because it's completely different writing yeah. styles. But I, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and like I remember, I was taking human geography, which I would not recommend for anybody. But I was taking human geography, and we had this ten-page paper. Is that? Like you, you learn about like places in the world and why people live there. Like cultures. Yeah, kind of, and just like how people react in different. In different areas of the world. Okay. So it's like geography, but then you're talking about the people who live in those geographical places. But um, so we had to pick like a culture and explain like their history and why they migrated to places where they did. So I did Mennonites because that's like the easiest. 
one that you can find, right? Because they bounce around. All- <laughs> is it? <laughs> it know. is. Because they bounce around all over the place. Like they lived here and then they they kept having to move because it, cult or I should say like countries would ban their religious practices. So they had to keep moving. Because See, I couldn't... wouldn't have known that. You said it like I should have known that. You're like, <laughs> yeah. right? Mennonite? So you see? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Anyways. But, okay, so <laughs> there's this huge paper, and we got to pick any culture. So anyway, I picked Mennonites. Mennonites. Yeah. yeah, and there's a lot of research on it. So it's easy to find, like, you know. And I, 10-page paper, and I waited the night before to start writing it. Okay, that's and very university of you. Very, very, very university. So I grabbed a couple Red Bulls, and I champed it out. I cried a little, not going to lie. I cried a little, but I got it done in like six hours. That's not bad. And I got a B plus on it. That, okay, yeah, that's university as fuck because you could never do that in college. No. Well, in Creecon. I shouldn't say college because my, uh, my friend, you know, Steve. Mm-hmm. My friend Steve's in uh, business and he, he'd do the same thing, but he'd like, he'd write a, a paper the night before and he'd get 98% on it. That's nuts. And it's like, that's, and he'd be like, oh, what'd you get on that thing that you're working on for three weeks? And I'll be like, <laughs> uh, 65. <laughs> and he's like, wow, that was so good. And it's like, it's just because the industry we're going yeah. into is a lot more, you have to learn how to take criticism. Like if that's probably one of the best tri- attributes you can have going into the communications industry so is true. being able to take constructive or destructive criticism yeah. in some cases when someone tells you that your work's shit. And using that instead of just going home and pouting about it, using that to get better. Yeah, and learning from it. Yeah, because uh, the thing about Crecom especially is that it's only half marks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like marks only matter so much. And it's if you show up every day and you have a positive attitude and you're like easy to work with, then you'll pass the course. And then marks come second in a lot of cases. Yeah. But uh in business it's more marks only so that's probably why they get higher marks yeah that's my theory at least because they want they want they want you to fail in crecom so you so you learn from it and get better yeah Yeah. and see like when i did that university paper and got a b plus on it very very close to an a like i didn't reread it and i didn't look into like why like why didn't I get an A or like i didn't look into anything like that and Mm -hmm. if i was to guarantee you if i was to look back at it now look at the Spelling, punctuation, grammar, oh, yeah. thoughts, language, like all that kind of stuff would be crap. And it's mm-hmm. like, since I got a B plus, I didn't even care about it. Like I was just like, got my yeah. B plus. Like I'm like, so yeah. that was probably my worst university paper where I like waited to the very last minute, waited to the very, very last minute. And I was like freaking out because it was like, I don't know, three in the morning and I didn't think I was going to do very well, but then I did awesome. So yeah, university, uh, actually I went to university too. Over there, you're bragging over there. I went. <laughs> I went. Oh yeah, how long did you go for, Ryan? <laughs> how long did you go for university? I went for two months. It was like the worst two months of my life. What classes did you take? I don't remember. I took too many. I took a full course load. I went. I graduated <laughs> in 2012, and then that next fall, I went to university because that's what most people do. My parents were like, "You gotta go get school over with. You gotta go get your bachelor's and whatever." I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I went and I'm like, oh, I'm only going to take like a few courses because yeah. I, I just finished 12 years of school, dad. So I don't really want to take another full course load. No, nice. you got to take a full course load because then you can get it done in three years. I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> so <laughs> I took this full course load and whatever. I went every day like university. It's hard. I feel it's way harder to make friends in university. Kind of, I think it depends on what program. Yeah, for sure. Well, I was just taking a bunch of random courses. Yeah. 
And you so, went to U of M or U of W? U of W. So I went oh, okay. and I did my classes the first few months, did the first few assignments, and I didn't do bad on them. But then everything started piling up. And for university, it's very, like, self-motivated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you'll go and you'll go to two classes. And then uh, you'll go home. And you'll have to, they'll be like, read uh, five chapters on this and then take notes. And then we'll talk about it in class tomorrow. And you're like, okay, well, I'm not reading anything. I'm just yeah. going to go home and chill. <laughs> and then I'll come and, like, listen in class. So and that, they, they say, too, like, one hour of class... Or one class, I don't know if it was one hour class or one class, but whatever it is, one thing of university requires three hours of studying yeah. on your own time, which is... And I'm 18 that just got out of high school, <laughs> and like I'm not studying for three hours when I get home from my one hour, whatever, yeah. psychology class. So yeah, I w and then uh, I d went there for two months, and then there was a voluntary uh, withdrawal date. So that I, can <laughs> <laughs> I, I kept staring me in the eyes like... You can leave and nothing would happen if you leave right now. And I'm like, okay, well, looking at it, I didn't like what I was learning in any class. Like I took a bunch of classes. I'm like, one of these is going to be like, I'll like one of them. I like criminology, but that was just too much reading. <laughs> and the, all the profs were so boring. So I'm like, okay, I talked to my parents. I'm like, I just want to, I want to drop out. And they're like, like parents, obviously they're of not going to be okay with it. But then eventually I convinced them that I wanted to do it. And then I worked. And then I knew after working full time that in order for me to get anything done, I need to be on like a strict schedule, like an eight to five. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I s signed up for college and it's way more suited to me. Like if you're a person that needs someone to push you and like you need to sh like show up and someone tell you what to do and then do it at school and then go home and then work on other stuff if you want to. But college is way more hands-on and yeah. someone's always there pushing you. And it's more personal experience. Like everyone knows your name. Like in university, you're sitting in a hall with 60 people, right? Yeah. And you're just and like... And 60 is actually low. Yeah. And like you're student 1142. You know what I mean? But yeah. then you go to college, it's like, oh, hey, Ryan, you're on first name base with everyone. Yeah. And especially in the Crecom, like you're, you're really good friends with everyone in Crecom. Like yeah. I know everyone's name, like... Easily have a conversation with them. Probably so why did you pick Creekon? Uh, well, I was looking at Yuan Red River, and they have every single course they have. And I, for, I originally wanted to go to that Herzing College for radio. I don't know why I really wanted to get into radio. Yeah. And then... And that's changed, no? I didn't want to... Like, th that course was kind of like... The sign-up stuff was just confusing. So then... <laughs> I don't know. What? I just got confused. <laughs> and it was closer to my house, too. It was, like, right by Polo Park. But I thought, nah... Then I saw Crecom and the courses like listed on paper looked really, really interesting. Yeah. And, they, and they are. So I signed up for that and I saw comedy writing and I was like, okay, well, that's awesome. That's a sick class. But I didn't even end up taking yeah. it. <laughs> I, I you should have. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't because I'd rather take something that's more applicable to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like on a resume, if I said, oh, yeah, I uh, learned how to write comedy. It's like, okay, well, you're applying for a desk job. Like that doesn't really help. Plus, I'm hilarious, so it doesn't. I don't need help. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, t I took it because I've always liked like communicating in general, just talking to people. And this course is basically tailored to me. Mm -hmm. The workload was more than I thought it would be, but it's making you a better man. Don't kill you, make you stronger, I guess. Okay, so on a level of one to ten, one being not very bad and 10 being very <laughs> not very bad <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying to think like one being you do not procrastinate okay and 10 being that you do okay where do you fall 
Uh, I think, okay, let me tell you. Here's my guess. I'm going to tell you the guess first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think you fall on like 7.58, but like it doesn't phase you. Like, well, I feel like people that procrastination phases people, then they probably won't procrastinate. You know what I mean? Not for me. Like you, like you hate procrastinating, but you do it anyways. Like I procrastinate and I hate procrastinating and I get like, and it phases me. Well, just describe phasing. Like, what am I going to do? Like, like freak out. Like I have like (laughs) this, I don't even know how to explain it. Like I have this mad internal anxiety until something gets done. And in Crecom, you have a million things going on. No, I have that too. Like I know, I know due dates, but I also know like you were in my class last year. You know that I'm pretty quick at getting stuff done, which is probably a bad thing. Cause like most things I'm a very, okay. I'm a very average student. Like I'm, 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 I'm floating C's and like B's. B's are my highest mark. I'll never get an A, but I, when I get something done, I edit it and I hand it in and I can do it really quickly. And that gets me C's and B's and I'm okay with that. But I feel like if I sat there and edited it and changed everything, then it would just make my work not seem true to myself. You know what I mean? Like I'd get my, you think it wouldn't be average enough. (laughs) No, it's not that. It's just, (laughs) what am I trying to say here? (laughs) I'm just, I'm confident with the speed I can get things done. Like if I know I have this many pages due in this day, then I know when I have to start. And first, that's why IPP is so hard for me because I don't really know how much work it's going to be. So yeah. for, once I work it all out, it'll be a lot easier. That's what I mean. Like once I get started, then I'll know I have to do this by this date, this by that date. But when it's all just like out there in the, <laughs> out there, sorry, I almost knocked the mic over. When it's out there and just like anything, like no, do you start when you want to? Like there's no due dates on this. So if I have a due date, I will procrastinate. But if it's gonna take me three nights, I'll start three nights. But I will leave it till. Like, yeah. I won't if I know like we have something in marketing due next Friday. I'm not starting it this week. <laughs> not a, not a chance. Neither are you. I'll probably start on the weekend. Well, that's different. I mean, like, I'm not going to start something due next yeah. Friday before, like, the week before it. You know what yeah. I mean? Unless, well, I just won't do it. Even <laughs> if I had, like, other stuff to do, I just wouldn't do it. It's, I feel like I work better when the deadline's closer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, so where would you say from 1 to 10? <sighs> am I right or am I wrong? It, it depends on the assignment, but average, I'll probably be around a 7 or an 8. You're, you're pretty yeah. smart on there. But I, I don't you. think you're that much better. Don't don't make this up because no, I, no. You can okay, what I'm saying, too. what I'm saying is that I like. Okay, we both procrastinate, yeah, right? Correct. And. But I think everyone does. If you don't procrastinate, then you need to get some friends, something. A hobby. Yeah, just yeah. do something else besides not procrastinating because it's the it's the coolest. But what I'm saying is like, okay, <laughs> if we if we both procrastinate and. Which we do for the same assignments, which happen. Mm-hmm. I will be shitting my pants at the end of the night, freaking out, highlighting all my proper nouns, going crazy. Mm-hmm. The printer's probably out of ink, so I'm going to shit my pants again. Then I'm going to run over to Sanjay's house, get my some, boyfriend. Get some diapers. Yeah. And try and print <laughs> on, his, on his. Can You, you know what's so funny, too? Is I was going to steal the ink out of his mom's printer last night. 
Without telling him? Yeah. And she was like, you don't think she has to print? <laughs> I'm like... What does she have to print? Like, I don't even... She's a teacher, so she prints a lot. Oh. But I was like, I don't care. Like, my assignment... Co- like, I just get, like, super anxious. And what I'm saying is that we both procrast- procrastinate the same, but we react differently yeah. to it. Well, I'm chill as fuck. Yeah. But I don't know if that's good or bad. I, I think it's good, because if you're anxious like I am, it'll drive you crazy. Yeah, but that's good, though. Like, if you are an anxious person, then you'll probably... No, you still procrastinate. That Yeah, but procrastinating isn't necessarily bad if you know how to use it to your advantage. Like, if you use it because True. you get all anxious, that means you're way more like, oh, is this right? Is that right? Is this right? I need to do this. I need to do that. When I'm more like, all right, I did that. What's next? <laughs> okay, I'll do this next. All right. Oh, wait, I forgot that. And then I'll go back, like two paragraphs you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's so different everyone yeah that's what i mean everyone has their study yeah. habits if you have any study habits some people just don't do schoolwork, which you have no choice in Creecom because if you don't do it then you don't pass but yeah so what are you on the scale you didn't even say i would probably say i'm a solid eight solid eight so you're higher than me then of course well what's what are you on the anxiety scale <laughs> probably a 10 12, solid 10 12 out of 10 <laughs> I'm super anxious when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, and one other thing that makes me super anxious all the time are other people. And sometimes I could be that person, but what I'm talking about is when there's something due a week from now and somebody says, like, are you done yet? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not due for another week. Of course I'm not done. Like, and they'd be like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And they'd be like, you can go. Yeah, especially, again, this program because – you're friends with everyone in the program, so you're very aware of where they are in all their assignments, and you're helping each other with their assignments. So I know what you mean if someone comes in and says, oh, we got that thing due on Friday. How far are you? And I'm like, oh, I haven't even started. And they're like, oh, I just have to edit, and I'm done. And you're like, okay, well, then why didn't I start? <laughs> why are you already <laughs> yeah, done? Because yeah. now you get to go home and watch movies, and I have to go home and pretend I'm doing yeah. work. But it's... uh. Everyone has their own pace, and I feel like the kind of pace that you have where you procrastinate, which is fine. I feel like once you get in a job, I feel like if you're getting paid, it's a lot different. If you're, Yeah, if you're getting at least my, my summer, getting paid for it, it was like... Yeah. like if someone, and, it's like your, yeah. and it's like your work. I think that's a huge difference for me. It's like... It's actually being used for something? For something real. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Because we can write a we can write a paper and then it'll just go in the files. Yeah. And no one will ever see it again unless they use it as an example for other students. But if you're doing your canola job or whatever you're doing. Writing a cookbook. Yeah. Then you know other people are gonna physically pick that up and read it. Yeah. Like our like our we made magazines last year and I feel like that's the project I put most of my effort into. Same. Because I knew that we were gonna have a trade fair and people were gonna come look at them. Like you couldn't even take them home. But you could like people. I knew people were gonna look at them that weren't just my instructors. Yeah. Like I love my instructors. Like I want to impress them, but at the same time, if my parents are gonna look at it, or like my auntie or my uncle or some stranger off the street comes in and is like, "Oh, you have a magazine about pizza. I want to read it," then I care way more about what they think about me than what my instructors do, which is probably a bad thing when I say it out loud. But it is what it is. Well, I guess it depends who's the client per se. Yeah. And another thing, like, procrastinating makes me, like, doing, sometimes doing, you kind of mentioned this already, but, like, doing something too early 
like makes me want to procrastinate but yeah have you ever done something early though and then like while you're like waiting for the due date you're thinking like oh, i gotta go check that yeah again. like you know what i mean this like works both ways because if you start something super early and then other people start it later and you're talking to them and they're like oh i was doing this last night and blah 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 and you're like oh i don't know if i did that so then you have to keep going back to it exactly better to just but I think it's better to be anxious about something you already finished than it is that's to be true. anxious about something that you haven't even started. You got to find a happy medium. Yeah. But that's, again, everyone has their own pace. Yeah. So it is. That's what happens. And I like, okay, so when it comes to organization, I'm a huge agenda person. I think that helps me. Like, I need to write it. Like, I'm old school agenda. Why like, not? paper, pen, write down the due date, all that kind of stuff. I don't. You know what I, I, <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I just don't. You know what I do every year at the start of school? They hand out uh, agenda books. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm going to use this agenda every day. <laughs> every time someone says something to do, I'm just going to be like, oh, okay, write it in my little agenda. Use it for the first <laughs> Use it for the first two weeks of school when there's zero due dates. I'm writing down like, oh, we're going to have a seminar this day. It's like, <laughs> like I need to know that. But as soon as it gets into due dates, I'm just like, Never write my agenda. It's all in my head. Is it all in your head? Yeah. How? It's not a good thing. It's just like, I know, especially this year, because we only have so many classes, right? Like last year we had hour-long classes, like four-hour-long classes and a two-hour class in a day. This semester we have two classes a day. Yeah, true. So you know like what day of the week is what class, and then everything's like a week at a time. Yeah. So you know like this Friday I have marketing and uh, photo editing. So what do I have for homework in that class? Yeah. I know that I have to ma or mask those images and nothing in marketing this week. So there you go. Now I know what my Friday homework is. Yeah. But I guess once it gets into, once uh, shit starts piling up, then I'm probably going to have to start writing stuff down. Which... So do you think you're going to go to like a phone agenda? Because last year I did the whole phone computer agenda thing and man, it just doesn't, it's not the same for me. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like for... I think I have stuff written in my calendar, actually. <laughs> I have Mike's birthday. I have my Jets orientation because I'm interning so with the Jets. So only the important dates. Uh, the 30-second mini sequence I have written in here. Whoa. So I, I, I guess I'm starting to do it. Like, if I'm going to be a professional adult, which <laughs> I hope I will be one day, <laughs> I'm going to have to start scheduling my stuff because it's just my brain's not that big. I'd like to think it is, but those dates are going to get screwed up. So Yeah. Would you say, like, the class matters on your procrastination? Mm -hmm. The amount that you procrastinate? Yeah. Like, I hope the instructors don't listen to this. They might. But, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm worried. Uh, Dan is. <laughs> I'm worried a lot more. Like, I'm, I have a photography assignment due tomorrow. And I've already started. I started last week just because we, he gave us class time. And I have to shoot two more pictures. And it's due tomorrow afternoon in class. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to do it till tomorrow at lunch because I'll have two hours to do it, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm good at scheduling it like that. But uh, when it comes to, like, my major, like, if I'm majoring in media production, I'm going to care way more about, like, Dean and Ford's class and Dan Cathy's class than I, would yeah. than I would about Shuresh or whatever, like, masking Photoshop images. But at the same time, in Crecom, you don't really have a choice. You have to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like you can't not do a like if he told us to do this Photoshop assignment and I'm like, oh, I just didn't do it. Then I can't graduate. Yeah. So <laughs> you have to do everything. It's just, I guess, 
the priority you prioritize things but at the end of the day if you don't finish everything yeah. then you're not graduating the course so, so would you say you prioritize by time is that the way you prioritize do you prioritize by like what classes you like a combination uh probably just like due dates you know what i mean yeah if it's <laughs> if it's due friday morning i'll do that one before the one that's due friday afternoon yeah but either way i'm gonna procrastinate it's just who i am See, and I'm more of like, I think that I procrastinate based on grade. Oh, like, like how big the assignment is? How big, how much it's worth and wh how I'm doing in the class. Okay, fair enough. But like, we don't really know how we're doing yet, so. But at least last year with PR, every every PR assignment I tried way harder than any assignment that I had that week because I knew that I was shit in the bed. Yeah. So that's how I do. That's how I, I do, do. Crecom. <laughs> yeah. What else we got? Well, I think should we do Why Did I Buy That? Sure. Ugh, why did I buy that? Okay, you start. I started last week. Okay, I'll start this. Okay. So do you know what dim sum is? That dim sounds, sum. Sounds Asian. It is Asian. Yes. It's like a... Type, it's like a type of food, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you eat it? Yes. Okay, then it's a type of food. But it's like, I shouldn't say a type, but like a style of food. Like, so what it is, is you go, you go and you sit at your table and the waitresses bring down little carts with little food things on them. How little are these carts? I'm picturing like little tiny carts. No, it's like a food cart. So like normal like, sized food. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But what's little is like you get these little plates and then there's little, like it might be like a little egg roll or a little something on it. Okay. So you get to pick a whole bunch of these little things that you want to eat. And it's like flat rate? You just pay like a no. certain... Okay. You pay per thing that you eat. Okay. So if you pick it and you don't like it, you still pay for it. And you're mad that you bought this? Well, listen to this. Okay, so Friday... <laughs> <laughs> there's more. Friday I went to go see The Perfect Guy, the movie which is a pretty good movie, kind of predictable, but I'd still see it. Um, and after that, we my Sanjay's friend wanted to go get something to eat. So I'm like, let's go to Earl's, let's go to Moxie's, let's go to Boston Pizza. Like, Holy money you know, bags. Those are expensive places. Those are like normal places. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> so anyway, they say, they say, no, let's go to this cute little Chinese place like in Chinatown and we'll have dim sum. I'm like, oh, Chinese food, I'm very... Iffy? Particular, yeah. Like yeah. it's got to look good, smell good, and then taste good. If it doesn't look good or smell oh, good, then I can't eat it. <laughs> okay. I'm, yeah, just my thing. And so they bring us to this place, and then we go there for dim sum, but there is no dim sum. So you can't see anything before you get it. Oh, so it's like menu? But it's like you can still order dim sum, but you have to order it. It's not like they don't come around anymore. Okay. And the only reason why I agreed to it is because I thought that I'd be able to see it before I'd order it. So anyway... Sanjay's friend's girlfriend we went on a double date she's Asian and she was ordering all this weird stuff everything had shrimp in it there's like this eggplant thing this tofu thing this curry noodle roll thing this all sounds delicious to me no <laughs> it was the worst so she's ordering all this kind of stuff and it, she got her food first and I was like oh my gosh what am I doing and then we got and let me just tell you first of all when you walk into this restaurant it looks like you're going bowling like, you walk up three flights of stairs. Like, you know when you go bowling, you have to do stairs for some reason? Okay, yeah. It's like that. It smells like bowling. 
somehow. It smells like bowling shoes. Yeah. And then you go upstairs and then it's like. So do you think it was the ambiance that threw you off? Like the, the room and the. Or I think that had. A lot to do with it. And then the menu, you know, when you look at a menu and it. Like it's not like a menu. I don't know how to describe it. But you know when you look at a menu and you just go like, oh. Just like the layout? The layout and like. It's just not. The lab- way that it's It wasn't coiled. laminated or like. Yeah. Just, yeah, I guess that's. A lot of what goes into a good restaurant experience is not the food, I think is what you're trying to say. Well, yeah. Like the environment and their menus and just like the way everything was printed. Yes. And so anyway, okay. So <coughs> Sanj and I, we both, like Sanjay won. He's a germaphobe. He's worse than I am. Mm. So as soon as he walked into this place, I can already see him being like, I can see the look on his face like, oh man, I'm about to eat food from this place. <laughs> so anyway, and it was packed too. Like and we went at maybe like 11:30 at night. Yeah, and it was packed with people. So open till 2? I don't know. It's like a party, party dim sum. Probably not going to go back, but Okay, so anyway, so Sanjay, we both order everything chicken, rice, and noodles. No fish. Yeah, guaranteed good. And Sanjay, we ordered the chicken was so tough. The rice was really good though. And it was just like, man, why did I buy that? That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> why did I Okay. And but it was cheap though. It came to like twenty bucks. And did you feel sick after, or you felt fine? Like no bad side effects, no Merc dog side effects. No Merc dog side effects. That's but good. Maya, who was like the one who really wanted to go, um, she was just like, "Oh, you guys don't like it here." Like she kept, she was worried about like the way that we would feel going mm-hmm. there, and I didn't want to be like, "This place is so." Strange. <laughs> this is nice. I said this is a cute. That's exa- I promise that. I was like, this is a cute little place. Your voice like, gets it's so, so high. underground. <laughs> oh, this is nice. Like I guess I can go here. So anyway, spent twenty bucks on dim sum and ate half a bowl of rice. And Wait, Sanjay didn't buy your meal for you. Bought the movie. Ah. Oh. Yep. So you bought the meals, or you just bought yourself? We divided and conquered, so we ordered together. So that if I didn't like something, he could eat it. If he didn't Aww. like something, I could eat it. That's we're, that's cute. We work as a team. Anyway, you go. Why did you buy that? <sighs> um, I don't know. I haven't really bought much lately. You wanted me to talk about my Merc Dog purchase oh, yeah. today. I had my first Merc Dog of the year. Ping, 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 ping. And we could all smell it. Merc Dog sound. Yeah. <laughs> In class today, Tanisha literally made it apparent to the whole class <laughs> that my breath was bad. No, his breath wasn't bad. Ryan. It wasn't his breath. You burped. Well, my burp breath, it happens. They make you gassy. I said this last week. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. I got to find something that I bought here. I'm checking your online banking. Gas. I took out. Oh, okay. I went to uh, U of M Bison's had their home opener. Oh, I was there, too. On Friday. But I was only going to go to the after party because there was an after party. I don't really care about university football because I don't go to the university. But I went there with uh, my girlfriend and we got there and she was going to meet all her friends there. And all of her friends play on the volleyball team. Oh. And they all had practice in the morning. She couldn't play this year because she hurt her shoulder. So she goes. <laughs> MCAC or CIS? What? What league does she play in? I don't know. Whatever U of M is. I'm not sure. But uh, <laughs> all of her friends just bailed. And they're just like, oh, we got practice in the morning. We're not going to go to the after party. So we had already bought the tickets for the after party. But all of her friends were going to be there. And I didn't really want to go to this thing <laughs> anyways. So we went to 
the hub, which is the bar at the U of yeah. M. Have you been there? Yeah. It's actually super sweet. Like they had live music and the guys were killing it. It was really good music and good vibes. Is that lots. where the after party was? No, the after party was like outside the stadium, like beer tents and stuff. But it was kind of cold anyways. Anyways, we just went and got drunk by ourselves. But I spent... Uh, what? Just the two of you? Well, there's people there, but yeah, we uh, just got drunk and then my buddy picked us up and we went back to my other friend's house. Anyways, I spent, I think I spent 60 or $70 on alcohol. Oh, wow. But like, I didn't even get drunk because I was buying drinks for two people, which I'm not used to because I haven't been in a relationship <laughs> in so long. So I'm like, oh, I just have to pay for drinks now. But yeah, I guess my stupid purchase would be copious amounts of booze, which isn't really stupid because I had a good time, but at the same time, I haven't really bought much in the last few days, except for Merc Dogs, you guys which I'm proud of. We, oh, what was I, there was some excuse that I had that I, I wasn't pre-drinking. I can't remember what my excuse was, but that is always a good idea. Tip of the day, buy alcohol at a vendor and then drink it and before you go out. Tell your girlfriend too, if, she, if you go to Spencer's, you can buy, they look like tampons, but you- un- sneak, sneak in booze? You unvelcro it and it's like a vial. So like you can pour alcohol, but in you there. don't you don't actually put them in. It's not a vodka cap. <laughs> <laughs> That's immediately what I thought is just like you hide it in there, but no. Okay, well. So it's just in the wrapper. So when they search your bag or whatever, yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, you just have tampons. I did, really? I did, yeah, I did that for my high school grad. I got like those. <laughs> you brought tampons. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not my high school grad. Maybe this grad, but uh, they have like these flasks that are. They're not salt. Like, what am I saying? They're like a bag, I guess. Oh. And we just taped them to our, like, our gooches and stuff. Yuck. <laughs> taped it to the gooch and then took it to the bathroom and got really drunk. So, yeah. Smart. Yeah. Do we have anything else? I guess, I don't know if there's any takeaways from our conversation because I don't think we came with any solutions. Yeah, we, we, everyone, if you're in school right now and you're looking at the person next to you at school saying, why are they already done this assignment I haven't started? then just remember that everyone learns at a different rate and everyone does their work at a different speed. And if you're going to spend your whole time worrying about what other people are doing with their assignments, then you're probably never going to get anything done. So be confident with what you can do and don't let other people's schedules affect yours. And if you think that you are the last one done, I guarantee you Ryan is. <laughs> yeah, so you're I'm okay. Always, <laughs> I'm always starting later than you. So just remember that. And, uh, yeah, next Friday, we don't, still don't know what we're doing next Friday. I think we're talking about relationships. Yeah, like friendships, relationships, and maintaining those through school and the struggle of uh, trying to stay in contact with your friends that you don't go to school with because okay. it's, it's really hard. So, yeah, tune in next Friday to the struggle with Tanisha and Ryan, and remember that the struggle is real. And you are not alone. Bye.